Today's daf is Bovakama daf Kuftezayin, and we are at the Mishnah, two lines from the bottom of daf Kuftezvav Amid Aleph. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael and Asunim Batzaru Vashivya. So we're a little bit behind. We have some ground to make up. So without any introductions, of the Mishnah. Two people were walking together in the street. One person had a chavis, a barrel of wine, and the other person had a kad, a jug of honey. The person who had dvash, his chavis cracked. As a result, the dvash started... Bleeding out. So the person who had the Chavesh al decided that I'm going to save the Dvash. So he poured out his wine. And he used his Chavesh to now save and salvage the honey that was getting lost. The reason he did that is because honey, at least once upon a time, was more valuable than wine. So he felt... The net result is that we're going to have something that's worth more money. The dvash is worth more money than the wine. Says the Mishnah, If the Baal Hayayin goes now to the Baal Advash and says, Listen, I just saved your dvash. I want you to make me whole. Oh, and by the way, I saved your dvash by forfeiting and sacrificing my wine. The halacha is that the Baal Advash is not obligated to make the Baal Hayayin whole for the wine that he lost to save his dvash. All he gives him is schar. What does that mean? Rashi says schar kli. He has to pay him for the value of the kli. The schar paula, initially, he have to pay him like a pile. So whatever it would have cost him to hire a worker to do all this, that he would have to pay him. But beyond that, he wouldn't have to. What happens if before the balayayin saved the dvash, he made a deal with him and he said, listen, I see you're about to lose your dvash. I have wine. I have no problem getting rid of my wine to save your dvash. But at the same time, we're going 50-50. You're going to have to reimburse me for the losses that I'm going to incur by getting rid of my wine. So if he stipulated it, then the the Baal Hadvash would have to make the Baal Hayayin whole for the value of his wine. Similar halacha. What would be if the Nahar or the Nachal suddenly sweeps everything away? And there was a person and his friend, they each had a donkey. This person's donkey was worth a man. And his friend's was worth, was worth twice as much. Now, this person who had a chamar that was worth a mana could have saved this chamar, but instead he decided to do the more fiscally responsible thing, and that is save the chamar that was worth more money, that was worth Mosayim Zos. So this person basically just saved his friend's chamar, which is wonderful, but it came at the expense of him losing his own chamar. He now goes over to the bala chamar, they're both bala chamars, but he goes over to the one who's the bal Chamor Mosayim, and he tells him that I want you to make me whole for saving your Chamor, which is worth Mosayim, because I needed to expand the Chamor that was worth mana. So the Mishnah says he has no such claim. Again, he has to pay him for whatever it would cost to hire a worker, but beyond that, he doesn't owe him anything. If, however, before he saved the Chamor, he stipulated, and they had an agreement, he said, listen, I'll save your Chamor if you make me whole for my Chamor, at that point, he would be obligated to give him either way. So the Mishnah mentioned two halachos, one with regards to a person that had a Chavash al another person had a Kad Shel Dvash, this person used his wine to save his dvash. 
Does he have a claim towards the Baladvash where he can tell him, make me whole for the wine that I lost to save your Advash? What's the answer? If they made an arrangement, they stipulated it, yes. If not, Second case, which was awfully similar, was where the Nohar came and it swept away these two people and their Chamorim. And one Chamor was worth more than the other. And the person whose Chamor was worth less went and he saved the Chamor that was worth more at the expense of him losing his Chamor that was worth less. Could he now come to the person whose chamar he saved and said, make me whole for losing my chamar to save your chamar? It's the same halacha. If they stipulated the answer is yes, it's not. Not why do we need two cases? Isn't this essentially the identical halacha? The Gemara is going to ask this kasha in the course of the da. But first, the Gemara is going to focus on the first of the two cases of the Mishnah. The Gemara is going to ask a kasha, which is going to lead to a full omid of digression. If one person has a cat of dvash and it was nistika, and now the dvash is leaking, it's about to get lost. The other guy takes his chavish and he empties out the wine to save the dvash. Gemara's argument is going to be that I think this bal hayayin should now be coined the dvash 100% meaning he shouldn't even be obligated to give it back to the owner of the dvash. Meaning, in the Mishnah, we're taking for granted that when you save the dvash, you have to give the dvash to the person who owns the dvash. The question is, what is he going to give you back? Is he going to make you whole for the wine that you lost to save his dvash? Or in loyal But one thing is clear in the Mishnah. Who gets the dvash? The owner of the dvash gets the dvash. Why is that the case? Why can't he say that when your dvash was getting lost... It's essentially hefker. It's ownerless. You had no way of saving it. As a result, there's this implied hefker. I was kind of in a hefker. If I'm kind of in a hefker, the whole thing should be mine. So why do I even have to give you the dvash in the first place? And the Gemara backs up this question with a bris. A person was carrying kadeyayin and kadeshem v'roshahim mishtabris, and he saw that his kadem broke. He has a problem. He's about to lose a lot of money. Lo yoimar, he shouldn't say the following. Meaning, he had to think quickly, on his feet. So he had a great idea. He knew that he had a lot of tevel back home. Yayin and Shemin. He's going to have to be mafresh truma. The truma that he's going to be mafresh, he's going to lose anyways. So he said, let me take this wine and this Shemin that I'm about to lose. Let me make it truma. Let me make it miser. It's like this, the Kayanim and the Levim. They'll lose the trumas and misers. Simple move. And like this, I'm not going to lose anything. So the mission says, you can't do it. The Im Omar. And if the person says it, Loi Omar Klum, Garnish Meaning, even if you try to do it, it doesn't work. Now that's pretty strong language. Don't do it, I hear doesn't sound like a sensitive thing to do. But in Omar Loy Omar Klum, Mechatesi, must be. The reason is because the minute this wine and this oil is going Li'ibur, we view it as being Hefker. And if it's Hefker, it doesn't belong to the person anymore. And as a result, he has no ability to use it as Trumas or Maestres. So, don't you see in this Braiso that if there's a Chavez, there's a Kad, and there's wine, and there's oil that's leaking out, at that point it's considered Hefker from the fact that Loy Omar Klum? No, if that's the case, so then how come if I save your Dvash that's leaking out, the Allah is, it's a Shailov, what I can get in return, but for sure I have to give you the Dvash. Why don't we say it's Hefker? If it's Hefker, then I should be able to keep the whole thing. And for the Gemara, the answer is, 
like Rabbi Yirmiya said, to answer a different question, as we'll see in the course of the Amid. So Rabbi Yirmiya had a different kasha that he was addressing, and to answer that question, he made an Akimta. The Akimta was that there was a chavis that was broken, the contents were leaking out, but there was a net that was protecting it a little bit. So although it was leaking out, but it was happening very, very slowly. Now, an ekel is a net. Beisabad is the olive press. But the point is, there was a net of some sort that was karachalel, that was wrapped around it. Hachanami, that same ekimto will make here, because ekel beisabad karachalel. The point is, the situation in our Mishnah is talking about where although the dvash is leaking out, but it's leaking out very, very slowly. The reason it's leaking out very, very slowly is because there's something that's impeding it. There's something that's getting in the way, that's obstructing it. And it's for that reason we don't view it as hefker. Meaning, when do we say it's hefker? And that's only if it's leaking and there's nothing getting in the way. And that's what the Bryce is talking about, where if the person wants to be mafrish, this that's leaking out as trumas or maestris, that's not something he'd be able to do. Our Mishnah is talking about where there's something getting in the way. If it's ekel beis abad karachalel, there it's not hefker, being that it's not hefker. So if you save it, you can't keep it. The question is, what could you get in return? And that's what the Mishnah came to address. But the Gemara asks another kasha. I'm going back to this b'raisa. Here's the digression. So this person had kadiyayin kadishemen. He saw that they broke. So he decided very, very quickly, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to make this shumas v'maisa. So the Mishnah, don't do it. And even if you do it, what's the reason? We said because it's hefker. I mean that it's hefker. The Chumas of Maestris is not going to even be cut. But the Gemara has a cash of a tiny. We're going to another price. Of a person was traveling with Mois Biyode and he had cash on him. And all of a sudden, an Anos, a bad guy, came and he told him, Give me your money. So again, this person's about to lose his money. He too has to think quickly. So he had an idea. I shouldn't say, I have Paris Maestrisheni in my house. You know what? Let me make the Kedusha on the payrolls transfer over to this money. So like this, even though I'm going to lose, but at the very least, I'll lose my Sashani money. Now the truth is, my Sashani money is your money. You don't have to give it away. But it's shtickle impractical. It's inconvenient. You have to take it to Yerushalayim. You have to buy certain things with it. So regular money is a little greener than my Sashani money. So he says, no, if I have to lose money, let it be my Sashani money. So the Bryce says that you shouldn't do this. The Im Omar, if however he does do it, Dvarav Kayom, the Allah is, it's going to work with the Evan. Now the Gemara is drawing a parallel between these two cases. In one case, a person had Kadi Yain, Kadi Shemen, Nishtavr, they're leaking out. Don't make that Shuma Umaiser. And if you do it, Loyal Maklum. And he have a similar case where a person has money and Anas is Balkanegda. He wants to be Machal as Maiser Shani onto it, don't do it, but, but the evidence if you do it, Dvarav Kayam. The Kasha is that the wine and the oil leaking should be similar to the money that's about to be stolen. And if in one case, but the evidence doesn't work, in the other case, but the evidence also shouldn't work. So the Gemara says, you have to say the cases are not the same. I mean, they are similar, it's the same sugya, but it's not the same. The case over there was where although this Anas is about to take away the money, but at the same time, if you wanted to save it, you maybe will be able to save it. Meaning, right now, you find yourself in a situation. But it's not guaranteed yet that you're going to lose the money. And being that it's Yachal Hansel, maybe it's different. The Gemara says, even Yachal Hansel, if you can save it, then what's the problem? Why are we having this conversation? Right? The whole reason this is a Bidi is because you're about to lose it. But 
You're telling me you're not going to lose it. It's Yachal HaHatzel. So you're probably going to do what you need to do to save it. So the Gemara says, but It's true you could save it, but it's not so posh that you're going to be able to save it. So, being that you may lose it, don't make the money that you lose, the Maisasheni money. But at the same time, being that it could be, you will be able to save it. But the evidence, if you do it, to say, that already is going a little bit too far. So the bottom line is, what we have is, with regards to a person who has payroys or he has money and he wants to be mafresh to payroys as Shumas of Maestres or he wants to make the money, Maestresheni money, by be mechalal his Maestresheni payroys onto this money, you shouldn't do it in the event that the payroys or the money are going to get lost. If, however, you do it, so then it depends on the situation. What does it depend on? If it's a matzav where you're for sure going to lose it, so you have a chavis of yayin and the wine is literally leaking out and there's no net that's covering it and there's no way to save it. So then we look at it as hefker. You can't be mafreshed as trumas umaisris and even with the evidence if you do, that loch is going to be that it's not going to be chal the trumas umaisris. If the situation is where for sure you could save it, there's like no worries. I mean, it's a shtickle inconvenient. Oh, then that's fine. Even Lechatchilu, you'd be able to do it. If it's something where you could save it, but it's only something that you could save, al so then the halach is Lechatchilu, you're not supposed to do it, but the if you do it, it's going to be okay. Now, as it relates to the next Gemara that we're going to learn, so you see there's an Aleph, which sends you to the Goyz HaBach, and really it sends you to a bunch of long Hagoyz from the Bach, and what's going on in that, or those Hagoyis Habachs are, that there were two Gersois amongst the Rishonim how to learn this next Gemara. We're going to learn the Gemara not with the Gersa of the Bach, but with the Gersa that we have in our Gemara. So the Gemara asks the Kasha, called, So you're telling me, in the case of the person that's traveled, he has money, and now somebody comes over to him and says, Give me your money. You're in a situation where if you want to save the money, you could. But it's living dangerously. It's not going to be so simple. So the rule is, don't now go and make this money money. It's inappropriate. But the evidence, if you do, it's going to be okay. It's not like the case where it's bleeding out and you have no way of saving it. There, it's half good. So there, but the evidence, even if you make it or whatever it is, it's not going to be okay. Here you could save it. It'll be an al-yideyatchak. So don't do it, but the evidence is going to be fine. So the Gemara says that what you see from here is that any time there's a hefseidah, any time there's a possibility that there might be a hefseid, that's enough for us to say that oh, at least lechatchilo don't do it. Meaning, we're telling this person lechatchilo don't be mechal yemaisasheni peiris onto this money. Why? Because you may not be able to save it. Now, it could be you will be able to save it, but could be not. It's yachalat So because of the tzad hefsid, therefore we're saying lechatchilo don't go and be mafresh this as Maisasheni money. Clark, fate the Gemara Batanya. This seems to match them with the following price. A person, and this person was a levy, and he had ten chaviyos of tevel, all of which were tami. So the Allah is that Maisasheni was given to the Levium. We know Ezra made a knas in the beginning of Maisasheni, not to give it to the Levium. But it's a pasuk in the Torah that Maisarishain is given. To the levy. Once the levy receives his maiser sheni, he has an obligation to be mafresh maiser minha maiser. 
what's known as Trumas Maeser. He has to take one-tenth of the Maeser that he received, and he has to give it to the guy. So we're talking about a Levi who had ten Chaviyos of Tevel Tomei. He had ten Chaviyos of Maeser that he had received. So they're Tevel, because until the Levi's Mafish Trumas Maeser, from his Maeser he's not allowed to eat it, it's considered Tevel, they were all Tomei. That's a very critical part of this narrative. And he saw that one of his ten barrels broke, and the contents of it are leaking out. Or they were left uncovered overnight. What is that all about? So we know, once upon a time, this was a very, very, very big deal. If someone had a mashka that was left uncovered overnight, you were not allowed to drink from that mashka. In fact, it's more chamor in the eyes of halacha to drink from a mashka that was left uncovered, what's known as mashka magulin, than it is even to eat or drink machali sasuras. And the reason is because chamiras akanta meisura. We're concerned that maybe a nachash or some serpent, old school, took a taste out of this mashka, deposited some venom inside of it, and as a result, it's dangerous. So it's a question of sakonis the fascist, literally, and it's for that reason, you are not allowed to drink from it. Now, is the halach of Megulin Neigei of Bizman Azan? So the Shulchan Aruch and Simin Kuf Tezan says, no, it's Yudua from the Vilna Goyen and the Maeserav. He was very, very makbid on this. But the bottom line is that the Bryce is talking about where you had a levy, at ten chaviyas of Tevel, all of them were tome, one of them broke, or one of them was left uncovered. Now this person realizes that he's about to lose one-tenth of his tevel. Oimer. He's allowed to say, The one that's about to get lost, I want it to be Trumas Meiser for the nine others. If, however, what we're dealing with is oil, then you shouldn't do it. And the reason you shouldn't do it is if they have said kain because the kain's going to lose. So, very similar to the sugya that we're talking about, with a levy as these ten barrels, one of them is about to go bad, and he decides that let that bad one that he can't really do anything with anyways, let that be the one that's gonna go to the kayan no, let the kayan lose. Says the Bryce that you want to do it, you could do it. But you could only do it with mashka that's not oil. If it's oil, there's a hefsit kayan, and then already it's not going to be okay. So first of all, what's the difference between oil and other mashkuas? We're talking specifically about tevel that was tame. Tevel that's tame, or truma that's tame, you're not allowed to eat. So if you give a kayan truma tame, he's not allowed to eat it. What could he do? He could have certain hanois from it. But to eat it is not something he could do. Shemen tame, a kayan was allowed to use to be madlik. He was allowed to use it as fuel for his fire. Which means that it has value. Now it's not as valuable maybe if you'd be able to use it in your food. But value it certainly has. As opposed to other mashkois that are tame, when they're truma, if you give it to a kayan, it doesn't have so much value. It would have a little bit of value, but not a lot of value. Just to demonstrate, because it's going to be very negay, a pashim shan the Gemara, if a kayan has wine that's truma, that's tame, what he could do with it is, he could be mezalif the yayin. So mezalif the yayin, also old school, a practice that is, I don't believe, very common today. People would take wine, they would pour it around their house, and the reason is because they wanted the, the house to smell gishmak. And as a result... That's something that a coin would be allowed to do, even with truma, that's tamed. Now, uh, the value of shemen tamed, when it's truma, is more than the value of yayin tamed, that's truma. Simply because of the usage that you're able to have. So the Braisa, based on this hakdama, that if this levy is going to want to take his tevel, that's tamed, that... 
is and make that going bad, that's going to get lost. Why is it going to get lost? Either because it was Nishbert's leaking out or it was Nizgalsa, so it's already lost. And if he wants to use that now and to be mafish in that room as Meiser, could you do it or could you not do it? So really, what would be the reason not to? It's because you know, the client is going to lose out. Now the client would have gotten something that he's not going to get. So Zok the Bryce, if what you were dealing with was wine, Ladugma, where even had the coin gotten it, he wouldn't have gotten that much out of it. So when he's losing that, he's not losing that much. So being that the whole Hefsen over here is a Hefsen mood, so no worries, we don't care so much about a Hefsen mood. If it was oil, however, where if the coin would have gotten it, he would have gotten a lot, so now why the coin not getting it? Why is the coin not getting it? Because no one's getting it. It's bleeding out, or it was Niskalsa. So as a result, he's not losing so much. If I care, he's losing a lot. I mean that he's losing a lot. So it's in that instance that we're going to have an issue. But the bottom line is, is that you see from this Brysa, you see from this Brysa, that although there's this sensitivity, don't take something that's getting lost and be mafrashid as truma and maiser and maiser sheni. But the only time we have the sensitivity is if it's going to come at a real loss to the kayan that's supposed to be on the receiving end of it, on the levy that's supposed to be on the receiving end of it. If, however, the loss is going to be a minimal loss, for example, it was tome anyways, and it was wine, and the only thing you would have been able to use it for is to be mezalef yayin. So the whole loss is as ashvach loss. So being that the whole loss is ashvach loss, hey, gavna, we're not concerned. This is the Gemara's kasha, the way we have the Girsa and Argamara to what we said previously. So what is even the Kasha? So the way Rashi explains it, based on the Girsa and Argamara, the Kasha is as follows. That you see from here that as much as there's a sensitivity not to take something that's going to Ibud and to use it as Yitrumus or Maestris, that's only a sensitivity if there's a Hefsin Merubo. But if all there is is a Hefsin Muit, no worries. That's Poshib Shad in this Brisa. The Gemara is telling to Hefsin Muit to a Hefsid that maybe will or maybe won't happen based on the fact that it's Yochel Hatzila al Meaning, we said that as it relates to the person that was traveling and he had money and the Anis held him up. So, And the Kimta that the Gemara made for this halacha was, it's talking about was Yochel Hatzila al Now, Yochel Hatzila al the Gemara is equating to Hefsid Muet. That's not the same thing. Is a hefsid maruba, but the statistical chances of the hefsid being in effect is maybe small. As opposed to hefsid muid, where you're for sure losing it, it's just the amount that you're losing is not such a big loss. So the two things are not mamish the same. But this is the way Rashi explains the Gemara. And the Gemara's kash is that if, as it relates to what's it's not okay. How does it stem with this halacha, with this hefsin muid regarding? the Yayin Tomei of Tevel where you see that you're allowed to go ahead and you're allowed to do it so just going back to that one line that the Bach doesn't like with the in the event where all there is is a Hefsid Murit why is there a Hefsid Murit? because really it's Yochel Hatzila Yadayatchak so you're telling me that you can't do it you see in this Braiso where there's a Hefsid Murit you can go and you can do it I'm Rabbi Yirmi yes Rabbi Yirmi answered and this is Rabbi Yirmi that the Gemara mentioned earlier Yirmi added an akimta to this brisa. This brisa, where the brisa says that if it's wine, you're allowed to be mafreshit. The reason you're allowed to be mafreshit is not just because all it is is wine, and the whole loss to the kai in anyways is going to be a little loss, because even had you given it to me, couldn't use it for anything too fancy. It's that, but in conjunction with the fact that the ekel of the Beis Habad was karachalel. It had this net that was covering it, and as a result the chances of it completely getting lost 
were more minimal regardless, those two things combined make it less of a hefsid than the case of the Yochel Atzila And being that it's even less than the Yochel Atzila it's for that reason, in this case, so really the Sikkum of this whole Gemara, we're not finished yet, but the Sikkum is that we're literally splitting here. As you go through Rashi, this is all Mephorish and Rashi, that there's different levels of hefsid, hefsid muid, Yochel Atzila that is there, then that's not there. But either way, that's what the Territ is agreeing. But the Gemara has a very posh to follow up question. As relates to the case where the person had the ten chavis of Tevel Tome, and one of them broke. The question is, why am I allowed to go to Chachila now in the event that it's wine and be mafreshed as Trumas Meiser? The coin's going to lose. The Territ is because it's a Hefsin Muad. But I thought even Hefsin Muad, the Chachila is supposed to be sensitive. Okay, so you'll tell me it's even less than a Hefsin Muad. Why? Because he might be able to save it. But in the case where it was Magulin, so now it's too late. You can't salvage it anymore. So at this point, there's nothing you can do. You can make it a kimta that there's a net. Who cares that there's a net? The, the barrel is as strong as anything. The issue is not that it's bleeding out. The issue is that it's magulam. And afal pikin, I could do lechatchila. Why? Must because all it is is a hefsin mood. So you see, if all I have is a hefsin mood, I could do lechatchila. Has the shemur yachalatzila ideyatchak, which the gemara is equating to a hefsin mood with Allah is that I can't do lechatchila. So the gemara says, v'chitem you'll tell me chazio leziluf. You'll say that maybe in the case of nesgalsa. The case in his Galsa, maybe the whole hefsit is not such a big hefsit in the first place. And the reason is because I could be Mazalafit. And being that I could be Mazalafit, so maybe it's for that reason the whole hefsit is not such a big hefsit. Meaning, the Bryce was talking about two cases. It was talking about a case of Nishbara, it was talking about a case of Nisgalsa. In the case of Nishbara, over there, it's going to be lost. So the hefsid to the Koyan is that he would have had something that he can use as Megulin. I'm sorry, he could have used Fazilov. Now he's not going to be able to use it Fazilov. That's what we refer to as a hefsid Muit. And you see that the Allah is, if all the Koyan is going to lose is a little bit, so then you can get out of your situation by de- designating that as Trumas Maiser. The case of Nizgal Satayinus the Gemara, it could be you don't even have the hefsid Muit. And it could be the reason is because Maya Megulin, Mashke Megulin, Although you can't drink it, maybe you could use Fazilo. So maybe the reason of Nisgals is not the same as the reason of Nishba. Nishbara, the reason it's mutter is because of the Hefsin Mu'ad. Hence, it posed the question to the previous price. So the answer is, Kisha Ekel Beisabad Karachalel. But as it relates to Nisgalsa, it could be the Kasha Fank Nishdan. Because over there, there's no Hefsin. It's Tommy, anyways. The only you can use it for is Zilov. And you can invite the use of Fazilo. Because despite the fact that it's Magulan, it doesn't preclude you from being able to use Fazilo. But the question is, it's not Emmas. That would be a teretz, but it's not emes, because by the time you learn to the price of mine, if you have mayim that was nizgalu, you're not allowed to pour it out in Rishos Meaning, not only can't you drink it, you can't even pour it into the Rishos Rabbi. You can't use it to knead tit. You can't use it to literally make the dust in the house settle. You can't give it to your behemoth to drink. Not your neighbor's behemoth to drink. But the point is, you see, you can't do anything with it. So if you can't do anything with it, so that means it is something that has no value now. It had value. It doesn't have value. So by you going and 
taking it away from the Koyin, you're causing him a Hefsin Mu'it. This is a real Hefsin Mu'it. You don't have the caveat of Kishekel Bey Sabad, Karukhalat, if that's the case, Hajjur Kushal Adokhte, Yochalat Silai Ayyadeyatrak, Lichatrilo, you shouldn't make it into Mois Maisesheni. Here you see, when it comes to Megulin, Lichatrilo, you let him make it into Chumas Maiser. And for the Gemara, no. The Avalabim Maslanis. There's actually an Eitzah with Megulin, just like there's an Eitzah. With Nishbra. Nishbra, the Eitzah, to make it not a regular Hefsa Mu'ud was, we'll say it's talking about Karachalel. Over here, there's always an Eitzah with Megulin, and that is you can put it through a strainer. And if you're going to put it through this strainer, what's going to happen is at that point you're going to be able to drink it. Because again, why are you not going to drink the Megulin? Because we're worried that there's Eris, there's a little bit of poison, there's some venom inside of it. Well, if you put it through the strainer, the assumption is that the poison is going to rise to the top. As a result, there is a way to make this functional, being that there's a way to make it functional, so it's less than what we refer to as a hefsen muid, and that's why here, even lechatchilo, you're allowed to make it into trumas meiser. What's the precedent? What's the makar of masnenes? Kerem nechemis. It's based on the nechemis. Time we went to the brayso. Masnenes yeshba mishum giloi. In the event that somebody had a masnenes, so you had this strainer that was used to strain wine. So you have wine, and this is part of the process of, of making it. So the sediment inside of it. So one of the steps where they would put it through this masnenes, like this, the sediment would rise to the top, everything would fall to the bottom, and you would have your wine to drink. So what happens if somebody left the masnenes exposed? He left it uncovered. Is it subject to the laws of gilu or not? So the Bryce says, yeah, Nechem, you said, a masai, what is this? That's only if the bottom part of it was left uncovered. But if the bottom was left closed, even if the top part was left uncovered, you have nothing to worry about. So if somebody has this uh, double-decker masthenis, right? So you have the bottom keli, you have the top keli, separated by the strainer. So the is, is that if the top part is left uncovered, you have nothing to worry about. And the reason is, because even if the nachash is going to go and he's going to do his thing, what's going to happen is, it's going to end up being stuck on the top. It's not going to be able to make it to the bottom. Because it's similar to a svog, like a sponge. And it stays on top. The point is, according to Reb Nechemi, it's a very big chiddush, he's a das yachin and chas that holds this. But he holds there was a way to actually be machsher Magulin. Just because something's Megulin does not mean that all is lost. There is a way out. So according to him, this issue with the wine would be less than the hefse that you have when it's Yochelat Siloy Al Yadeh Atchak. And we're going to make an akinta that the Bryson was going according to Rav Nechemia. But the Gemara has another kasha. And that is, Lav Itmar Allah, didn't we learn? Amar Rav Simon, Amar Rav Shobin Levi, Loishano, the only time it's true. That according to Reb Nechemya, it's possible to strain Mashkin Megulin based on the fact that the Eris is going to stay on the top. That's only Shalai Tarkul. That's only true Rashi Bishlai Ivu Adam. If it was never mixed together with the Mashkin, Avotarko Aser. But once you mix it, at that point, it's going to be Aser. Now, what's the Kasha? The Kasha is that right now you have the Eris inside of Chavis. The only way to get it out is by putting it through the Masnetis. To put it through the Masnetis, you're going to have to pour it, which by definition is the equivalent of mixing it. Once you mix it, well, then this is dead on arrival. It's not going to work anyway. So how's from the going to work? The Gemara says, there is an eight. So after the monach midi apuma de chavisa v'shafile. Meaning there's a way to not literally pour it, but you can literally do it where it's going to very, very slowly go from the 
Chavis into the Masnenes in a way where it doesn't involve a whole pouring, and as a result, there's going to be no Tarevis that's going to happen when you pour it, and therefore, this is something you're going to be able to actually say. Shafile means misananoi benachas. You just do it in a very soft, able way. And if you do it in that way, it's going to work. But the bottom line is, so how did the Gemara creep out of this situation? Right here, we had a price that says, if you find yourself in uh, matzah where you're about to lose something and you think on your feet and you say, perfect, let me just make that into my Maisa Shani money. So the halacha is that in a situation where maybe you'll be able to save it, maybe you won't be able to save it, don't do a chachila, but the, the event, it's going to be okay. I had a problem with that. The kasha was that I have a situation similar where a person has something that he's about to lose and he says, let me make that Shumas Maisa to the extent that there's a hefsin muet, you're allowed to do it, and you're even allowed to do it lechatchilah. The Gemara draws a parallel between yochel atzilah idei atchak and hefsin muet, and when it's yochel atzilah idei atchak, you can't do lechatchilah. Here you see you could do lechatchilah, and the Gemara said that you have to say that that brayso was talking about we are. That true, there's a have some move, but there was also an eight, so there's a way to save it. There's like a real way to save it that makes it even less than the case where the anus held you up and it was in the case of the Bryce where it was Nishbura, the Metzius was, where there was an echo base about that was Karakala. In the case where it was Niskal, so there's always an eight of Masnenes. Now, this eight of Masnenes worked according to which Tana? The Tana Rab Nechemia. Faith you're telling me this price is Rab Nechemia? Mitame, Atome, Mitaminon. Does Rab Nechemia even hold that you could be mafresh? Something tome on behalf of something else. That's tome. Meaning, the whole story over here was where you had a levy who has ten chaviyos of tevel, a maiserishan, but the tevel, because you weren't mafresh from his maiser from it yet. They're all tome. And he's now going to take one of them and use it for Tumas Meiser. The one that he wants to use is the one that's going bad, hence the discussion. But the premise of this whole case is that you could be mafresh mitome atome. Is that okay? But you the price. You could be mafresh from something tome on behalf of something else that's tome. Something tar, they have something that's tar. Something tar for something that's tummy. But if you want to use something tummy, and that should be the trumas and mysis for something that you have that start, that's not okay. Even tummy ala tummy is not, unless it's my. What's the my? The my is when you buy tfuah from an amaaretz. That Ma'aretz was chashed that he wasn't mafresh meiser. Truma, yeah, but meiser not. And as a result, misafik, you have to treat it as. Maybe it's Tevel. Now we know Roiv Amiyaretz wore Ma'asra name, so really it's only a Chumr de Rabbana, they have to be worried about this. So Rabbi Nechemia holds that really you can't be Mafresh Manatome Alatome, unless it's Demai. Where it's Demai, you could, and the reason is because Al Rishon Amonim with Staranim, this is even a problem. I'm not sure, it's all a Chumr that we're even worried about this. And being that it's only a Chumr, so by Demai it's going to be more Kuludik. But what's the Kasha? The Kasha is that Rabbi Nechemia holds he could ever be Mafresh Manatome Alatome. This Braisa says before she could be Mafish Manatome Alatome. So how could the Braisa be Ramnachemya? And the only Aitza was Ramnachemya. For the Niskalsa part, you had to be Mikeman like Ramnachemya. Ramnachemya holds you can't be Mafish Manatome Alatome, in which case the analysis of the Gemara would seem to be dead on arrival. And for the Gemara, it's not true. You know why? Because even though Ramnachemya said you can't be Mafish Manatome Alatome, he said there's an exception to the rule. What's the exception? If it's not, no. Let this Braisa be talking. I mean, you made enough Akimtas in the Braisa. So the Braisa, if there's an equal base about Karachala, might as well be the mine for the same price. And the bottom line is that is going to be the answer. Talk to Amar. 
ubeshemen lo yasekein mipnei hefsid koyin. So the brisa, the ikar aloch of the brisa, this is a digression from our digression, was that in the event that the barrel that was nishbara or was niskalsa was wine, then it's okay. If it's oil, it's not going to be okay. What's the difference? So the brisa, the words of the brisa were, when it's oil, there's a hefsid koyin. As opposed to wine, there's no hefsit. Now, we explained that oil is a hefsit merubah. Wine, you can only use a fazila if it's a hefsit muet. But we explained it based on knowing the end of the Gemara. There was no way to learn it in real time without giving away the, the punchline. But here the Gemara is going to go through it. Yeah, has value. You can use it to be madlik. Okay, yayin tamay also has value. You can use it for zilof. Maybe you'll tell me zilof is pointless. Maybe zilof is not such a chash of a thing. That's sort of the way we explained it. But the Gemara says it's not true because Shmuel said the name Rebchia. Shoisin melug b'sela. If you want to buy wine to drink, so to buy a lug of wine for a seller is a reasonable amount of money to spend. If you're buying wine to be mezalef, I would spend twice as much money. Meaning, it's more chashif to use wine for ziluf than it is to use wine for drinking. So obviously, ziluf is a chashif thing. It's even more chashif than drinking. So because it's Tommy, the kind can't drink it, but if you can use it for ziluf, so you can even use it for the more chashif of the two things. So the man of shacht is a hefzid. So the says, It's talking about where this was new wine. New wine was not something you were able to use for Zilof. I mean, you weren't able to use new wine for Zilof. So in this case, already, you don't have the Hefzit. But the Gemara says, it's very nice. Now it's new wine. You can age it. And when you age it, then it's going to be good. But the Gemara says, You're not allowed to age it. It's awesome. It's not something you're allowed to do. And the reason you can't do it is, is because if you're going to keep this wine around, we're afraid you might drink it. And therefore, you can't age Yayin that's Tomei, thus you can't really use it for Now you can use it for Zilof, but it's not so good. And being that it's not so good, the Hefzid is a Hefzid Muet, and that's the Teretz. But the Gemara says, Shemenami Asibe Lidei Takalo. If you're telling me that you can't keep Yayin Chadash around, then the assumption is you shouldn't be able to keep Shemen Tomei around either. And the reason is because of the fact that you might come to drink it. So you're telling me that it's a Hefzim Aruba. Why is it a Hefzim Aruba? You can use it, Lahad Laka. Yeah, that's good if you can put it away and always refer back to it. But to the extent that you're Chayesh Fetakal, you should be Chayesh Fetakal by Shemin as well. And as a result, I'm not sure why that should be considered to be a Hefzim Aruba. But the Gemara says, no. Shemin, there's an eight to the Manach Beklay Moss. You can always put it into a disgusting Kaili. Once you put it into a disgusting Kaili, you're not worried that you're going to drink it. There's a good Ishtamshis for it, and as a result, there's going to be a half some room. Yai Nami Manach Beklay Moss. Okay, age the wine in a clay moss. Like this, you'll never drink it. Moss says, Hashtu Lazilov Kabayla Beklay Moss. Come on, again, you had to be there. But just like you wouldn't drink wine out of a clay moss, you wouldn't use it for Ziluf out of a clay moss either. As a result, there, all you could do is use the Yayin Chadash Fazilov, which is like a little bit of a Shamshut, the Hefsit, the Hefsit Mur, it's supposed to be the Shamshut, the Hefsit Merubah. That's what the difference is. But the Gemara just concludes this discussion and says, Really, this whole idea of whether or not we're concerned about a person leaving wine that's Tameh or oil that's Tameh around because of a Takolo that maybe you're going to come to drink, it's really totally in a Machlekistan. The time you learn to the Bryce, So somebody has a barrel of wine, he has a. Pe- that was truma that became Tomei. Bisham Yemen Bisham. I says Tishofei Hakol. You have to get rid of it right away. Rashi Hakol Kula Biyachad. You have to just dump the whole thing. Ubeisul Yemen Beisul says Tasa Zilof. No, you don't have to like mamish immediately get rid of it. But 
you can do a ziluf. You want to pour it, go around your house and pour it. That's something that's going to be okay. I'm Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yoisi. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yoisi said, Ani achriya. I'm going to be machriya. Meaning, I want to be machriya between Beis Shammai Shita, who says you have to get rid of it immediately, versus Beis Hill Shita, who says that Tasa Zilof. How so? Bit bias. If you have it in your house, Tasa Zilof, you could do Zilof. Ubesod, if you have it in the field, Tishofech Hakoyl. Then you have to get rid of it immediately. What's the difference? If you have it in the field, so you're going to first bring it to your house, it's going to take time till you get it home, so then they're already worried about that color, get rid of it. As opposed to if you have it in your bias, so you can be mazal. How long is it going to take you to be mazal? If it's like this, you can be mazal. If it's old, then if it's new, that's where it's Tishavach HaKol. Either way, whatever the Russian was, they told Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yoisi, you said, Ani Achriya, they told him, Ein hachra shlishes machras. That what you just said is not really achra. So there's a long Rashi that explains what this is. Rashi says, there is an idea of halacha kedivrei hamachria, right? It's always nice to make a compromise. It has a chashivos. But achra means where you really find the middle ground between two shitas. But if you make up your own shita, which is a third shita that's based on a true story, meaning it's based on the other two shitas, that's already not going to be considered achra. Right? That is the Rashi inside. Two lines from the top. You just made up your own tam. And really, it's inconsistent with any of the aforementioned shittas. Why? Nobody said a word about a bias facade. What's an example of achra? Let's say Bishami would have said, And Basil would have said, And then Rabbi Shmuel would say, Bias, I hold like this, and Sada, I hold like that. So that's achra. They're talking about bias and Sada, and you're being machria. But nobody said a word about bias, nobody said a word about Sada, therefore we don't look at it as achra, we look at it as a separate sheet of this. You notice there's a huge toysfus here that comments on this. But the bottom line is, ain't achra, achra. But what do you see from here? You see that there was a machloikis b'sham and in terms of sensitivity of how chayish we are for takala. B'shamay says that if you have a chavish layayin shal chumach and etmas, tishofech hakol, you can't even use it for zilof. B'shil says tas zilof. Thus, you see b'shamay is more chayish for takala. So this whole inyan of takala is really the machloikis shnuya. Either way, we now return to our Mishnah. Which discussed again. The dvash is leaking out. The person takes his wine, he dumps it out to save the dvash. Now he says, I want you to make me, I just did you a tremendous favor. I saved you $500 worth of dvash, came at the expense of my $200 of wine. I think the least you could do as a decent human is give me back $200. He says, I hear. I learned the mission and then the Bava Kamla, Essentially, I just leased your barrel at a rate of $10 or whatever. As a boil, I'll give you another couple of shekels. And the bad guy walks home with uh, a few dollars. If, however, he told him before, he said, Listen, I'm telling you now, I see what's going on. I also learned the mission of Bava Kamla. I'm willing to save your advash. But only if you're going to make me whole for my wine. Then already, the halacha is chayav litin. Why don't you pull out one of the best moves in Shas and tell him, I know I told you, but I was messing with you. Right, don't try this at home. But why don't you say, Now, what do you mean? I was, you, you, a word is a word, right? Says the Gemara, Tanya. Did we learn in a brace? This person was running away from the Beisah Asurim. 
And he had across a body of water. There was a mabiris, a ferry, right? A yacht, something. And he had to jump on it to get across. The problem is he didn't own the yacht. So he goes to the guy next to him and he tells him, you know, the captain. And he says, Told Dina the Havirani, Nema Dina. And I want to cross. Now, really, all you need is a token. You don't need a dinner, right? Dinner is a golden dinner. It's a lot of money. Is that when he comes to the other side and the guy says, okay, where's my dinner? He says, you crazy? You thought I was going to give you a dinner? I said, I, I needed to do this fast. I didn't have time for a negotiation. Why? He could tell him. Obviously, come on. You think I was serious? Why would anybody agree to something like this? So you see, so why can't you say Meshat? So, so who cares that he said it? A word is a word. I hear say that, but Meshat Ani Bach is Eichepes. And how do you know he doesn't have a right to say? The Gemara says, "Hachi Nami Leim Meshat Ani Bach." So say the same thing over here. So the Gemara says, "Holy Domi Elul Seifa." I hear the two Shtal to the Brisa, but you're telling two our Mishnah to the Reisha that Brisa. I would tell two our Mishnah to the Seifa that Brisa. What does the Seifa say? The Amalei, if he told him, told Dinar Zeh Bischarcha. He added the word Bischarcha. He said, "Take this Dinar." In exchange for your schar, the Havirani and cross me, noisingly schare mishalim. At that point, he has to pay him the full thing. Now, Imar says, Maichna Reisha, Maichna Seifa. Right, what's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa? Then we'll understand why this is a better tzushtal to the Seifa. So the Gemara says, Amar Rami Barchama, Rami Barchama said, Betsayid Hashoyel Dogmanayam. Because we're talking about where this sailor was also a fisherman, right? So he had these two jobs that sort of complement each other. And he was used to catch fish. Now, because he's taking this person who's on the run across the river so it's going to come at the expense of him being able to maybe catch a big fish so he tells him he says you can't tell me you knew I was losing money potentially a lot of money by taking you across in that instance he can't say when could you say where tak is unreasonable it makes no sense okay so two people agree on something that makes no sense Again, ask your local rabbi before you invoke this on your own. But there is an Indian called Meshat Anibach. But to the extent that there is a little cheshbin to it, then already you can't necessarily say Meshat Anibach. In fact, if the person's a fisherman, then it, it is reasonable on some level to tell the person, take a break from your fishing and take me across even for a dinner. No, in our Mishnah, it's more similar to the Sefer. Why? Because this person who's saving the dvash is not just saving it for him. He's not sitting around doing nothing. He's losing his wine to save it. He's losing his potential big fish, right? And as a result, it's more diamond to the Sefer, not to the Reisha. And just like in the Sefer, you can't say Mishat and Ibach, the Reisha, you also can't say Mishat and Ibach. Rashi adds, that's why in the Lashon of the Sefer, the Amalei told Dino Zeb Bescharcha, right? What's the Bescharcha? Bescharcha means that I'll give you a dinner because I know you earn money right now because you're a fisherman and maybe you're going to catch a fish. That's the difference in the ratio and the safe, right? Rami Barcham explained that, but where did he see the explanation? He saw it in the word Bescharcha. Our Mishnah is in Bescharcha Mizu, where I'm taking my wine, I'm literally pouring it out, causing myself hefset to save you. Over there, you don't say the halacha of Meshat Aniba. So the Mishnah gave two examples of this halacha. What was the second example? First one was with the wine and the honey. I think we went through this case already plenty of times. The next case was where it was Shataf Nahar, and these two people each have a Khamar. One Khamar is worth a lot more than the other Khamar. 
this yid was in a position to save one of the two, and instead of saving his own chamar, he saved the other one. And he goes over to the guy and he says, listen, I saved your chamar because I knew it was worth more money, but again, the decent thing would be to make me whole. So if they had an agreement beforehand, good. If not, not. Fake the gemara, Right? Vitzricha is a kasha, it's a teretz. But the point is, is that it's a teretz that implies a kasha. What's the kasha? Well, we spoke at in the mission. Why do I need the same case twice? So I'll tell you what. I only had the first case with the wine and with the honey. I would have thought, over there, if he says mefurish, I'll do it if you make me whole. That law is he has to reimburse him, Mishun to be daim kapasa, because he's causing himself have to be a daim. He's taking his own wine and he's pouring it out. Aval hacha, but in the case of the two chamorim, where although this person is losing abedim and meila, right, he's not taking his chamor and drowning, he's just not saving his chamor. So it could be over there, even if they had an arrangement, all he gets is schar. Yes, I would have thought hacha, maybe dafkin, the safer, bestama, where he didn't have an arrangement, there that law is, all he gets is schar, Mishun to be meila, because it's meila. Aval hacha, in the case of the wine to be a dime, where I was mafsin my wine be a dime, maybe even stomach, you should have to give me everything. Therefore, you need to know that Allah it doesn't matter if it's be a dime, it doesn't matter if it's memela, if there's an agreement yet, no mashat if there's no agreement, so what's the uniqueness of the two cases? One, you were mafsid yourself be a dime, and the other one, you were mafsid yourself b'memela. It's the veer that it plays itself out, and that's what the tzricha is based on. Boi menei Rav Kana Rav. Rav Kana asked Rav the following question. Yorod lahatzno, v'olo shaloi me'elov ma'u. What would be the halacha? If they had an agreement. So, the safe of the Mishnah, just to keep it simple, where there's these two chamoyrim, and it's shot afnar, and the uh, Two chamarim are about to get lost, and this yid who owns the less expensive chamar tells the person that owns the more expensive chamar, I'll save your chamar, but here's the deal, you make me whole for my chamar. So he goes in and he swims and he pulls out mamish like, uh, like this warrior and he saves it. And then lo and behold, his chamar that this guy had already told him he would make him whole for was all of love. It somehow came back. So what's the halacha? What's the shaila? The shaila is, could he double dip now? You can say, okay, I'm taking my old chamar and you're going to pay me the value of my old chamar because the deal is a deal. Or maybe no, the deal was to the extent that you're going to lose your chamar. But if you didn't lose your chamar, maybe not. Amalais, Rav told Rav Kahana, Mishmaya Rechimu Aleha. Meaning, what we say is that when this person gave up his chamar, he was essentially mafker. If it's shot afnar and he's not trying to save it and no one's trying to save it, so really it's hafker. At that point, it's over. I was mafka my chamar in exchange for you giving me the value of my chamar, $100. I got my chamar back. I was zoichem and a hefker. Oh, by the way, if you wanted to be zoichem and a hefker, you could have, but, you know, I came first. And as a result, I end up getting it. In Shemaim, they had rachmar on me. They wanted me to have another $100. But the bottom line is, that's how this is going to play itself. And there's a precedent to this. There was a mice with Rav Safra. Rav Safra once went together with a caravan. There was a whole group of people that were traveling. So they needed protection. So this is very old school. What they took was a lion. They took an Ari. Right? This is a real lion. And they brought him along to be the one that's going to protect him. Now, you have a lion, he's high maintenance, right? You want to make sure he's calm and he's under control and he has whatever he needs. He needs food. So, call Laila every night. So, what does a lion eat? He eats a donkey. So, every night, this was the arrangement, every person would chip in. He says, You get my chamar, your chamar. And like this, they kept this person okay. 
V'ka'achal, he would eat. Kimot is amni deref safra. When it came time for ref safra, shadolei chamro, he gave him his chamar v'loy achle, and Dari didn't eat it. No, the next morning came. And the chamar was still there. Kadim Rav Safra was achave. So Rav Safra said, "Let me be zoicha in my chamar." Rav Now, what's the point of this story? The point of the story is, is that although the deal was that you're going to forfeit your chamar keilu, but it's only to the extent that it's needed. But avifel, it's not needed. If you want to go and be zoicha in it, you could be zoicha in it. Or just explain it a little bit better. And that is that Rav Safra essentially was mafker his chamar. Just like every person, every night, they were mafker their chamar. They were mafker it for a reason. If the reason was needed, then it was needed. Meaning if you lost it, you lost it. But if you didn't lose it, it remains hafker. If you want to be zaycha, you can be zaycha in it. So the Gemara is just telling you, just like Rav Safra was mafker his chamar, it was able to be zaycha in a hafker, even though it didn't play out the way he anticipated it was going to play out. So so too in this case, this is also a chamar. This person was mafker his chamar to save Yanim's chamar. But once he was mafker, he was mafker. He did it because he thought that it's over. It turned out it wasn't over. You could be zoich and a hefker if you want, and that's going to be okay. But the just has a postscript to this mice with Rav Safra. I'm going to Rav Safra. I don't even know why Rav Safra had to be zoich in it. Meaning, I think that case was very different. Because it's true that he was mafker it. Adaited the Ari Afkre, but it was only Adas that the Ari was going to eat it. Adaited the Kuliamali Afkre, but he wasn't Afkre, Adaited the Kuliamo, meaning it sounds like Rav Safra had to be the first one to be Zoichene, because otherwise it would have been Hefkre. Mars Kash is, although he was Mafkre, he was only Mafkre for the Ari, he wasn't Mafkre for any, everybody else. Amalei, so the Gemara says, Rav Safra, the Ravka the Milsudav. It's true, he didn't have to do this, but he did it, the Ravka the Milsudav. Meaning he didn't want to get involved in all these Shilas over here. Rashi Shlo, you hate Irubadavar. He didn't want anyone to contest this. But Anachanami, the Hefkre, the Chachila was only for the lion, and to the extent the lion didn't need it, he could have kept it even without being zoiche minahevka. Boy, minay rav may rebbe. Rav asked rebbe a question. Yorad lahatzel, v'loy hitzel mahu. What would be in the reverse case? So this person has a deal, right? The two chamoyrim are drowning. One is worth $100, the other one is worth $200. This person, he feels he can save the day. He says, listen, I can only save one. I'll save yours, I'm going to leave mine. We have a deal, you're going to pay me back. No mashatani bach, perfect. He goes in to save it. He didn't save it, he came up empty-handed. So what's the halacha? Meaning, does the balachamur of Masayim owe him the $100 or no? He told him, this is a good shayla, but I just want you to know that all you're going to get is your shayla. He didn't deliver the goods. And if you didn't deliver, so, no, you're not going to get paid. If somebody hires a poyo, to buy him a kruv, or dormaskin a lochayla. So he went specifically for a chayla, to buy a kruv or dormaskin. Rashi says, dormaskin is prunes. Okay. And he went to back and it found out that the person who was the chayla unfortunately passed away. Oshahivri. That's it. He had a refuah. So the halacha is noisen loy scharoy mishalim. He has to pay him the full amount. Meaning, he hired him to do something and the thing wasn't needed but the halacha is it doesn't matter. You hired me to do it. You have to pay me. So the Gemara holds this is an eseve. Right? This is a kashna. Meaning, in our Mishnah the person hired him to say the chamar. He came up empty-handed. You're not going to get paid. Over here, you hired me to buy something for a chayla. It wasn't needed. You still have to pay me. So it's 
How do you reconcile these two halachas? I'm like, me dummy? What's the tushtel? Hasam avid shliach shlichusei, hagalay avid shliach shlichusei. In the case of the shliach, he, he came home with the prunes. He did what he, his job was the prunes. The fact that this guy died or he had a refuah, that's a shtickle outside of his control. But as long as it was avid shliach shlichusei, you got to pay me. Over here, what was the shlichus? Shlichus wasn't there. You don't get paid for trying. You get paid for delivering. You didn't deliver the goods. And as a result, you are not... A shliach that was Isaac Shlichusai, and that's why you are not going to get a little more than one. Shiara Shahisa Malachis by Midbar. There was a Shiara, a caravan that was traveling together in the Midbar. And Agaius, these troops, these bad people came, and they want to take out the Shayara. Now, what they really want is their money. So the Allah is. The Oilam had to put together the money that they needed, some ransom. So this is a very interesting Allah. Keep it simple. The ten people that are traveling together. All of a sudden, this guy is coming and says, you're not going forward unless you pay a toll. Okay, what's the toll? The toll is you have to give us 10,000 rupel. You give us this money, you can pass. Otherwise, you can't pass. So, it doesn't sound like there's a very good other option. So they decide, we'll do what we need to do. Now, there's ten people. You'd say, okay, there's ten people, ten thousand zlotas. Each person gives a thousand. And like this, it doesn't work. It's not the way it works. What we do is you look at each person. You see how much money they're carrying. And you come up with some uh, algorithm to try to figure out how it's going to work. But it's going to be some weighted number based on how much money each person has. And that's the way you're going to... Compute, and that's the way you're going to figure this out. So you don't do a lafina fascist, rather you do a lafina moment. And the reason you do it in this way is because what does this person want? What do the guys want? They want money. So if they want money, so really what they're looking for is the gelt. So they're only here for the money. So the more money you have, the more achroi you technically are. They, they, they want the guy that has the more money. And as a result, he's disproportionately responsible. If they didn't have any money, they'd let him pass. The problem is they have money. Okay, so whoever has the money, and it's going to work out in this way. Let's say you have a group of people, you have a caravan, and they hired a, a tire. So a tire literally is a tour guide. You know, but this is old school. They're going through the jungles, and it's very, very dangerous over there. So the is So then when they pay this tire, they pay him not just based on how much money they have, but also based on the nefashas. The reason is because this tire has two jobs. One job is to protect them, to make sure nobody steals their valuables. Another job that this person has is to protect them, to make sure nobody steals their lives, right? Make sure nobody kills them. So any person, so when you pay them, you're paying them to protect the money, but also to protect the nefashas. And being that that's the case, so you have to cheshbin now the nefashas, because that's part of the equation, and the money. So you come up with some cheshbin where you combine the two, right? What's the lotion of the b'raisa? The lotion of the Bryce is mechajvin aflofinafashas. So it's not exclusively finafashas, but it's aflofinafashas. Now, what's the exact algorithm? I am Rishayim. It's machlaik. Some Rishayim say half of it will be based on mom and the other half will be on the fashas. You need an actuary on hand, in house, to figure this out. But the bottom line is you come up with some chajvin, and that's the way this is going to be worked. Stating that, v'lo yishanu 
At the end of the day, you should always follow the minig. Meaning, even though there's a shulchan aruch and there's a halach of how this is supposed to work, but if there's a certain minig, the minig trumps everything, which is an interesting idea. Not for now. Rashana chamorim lahasnes. Another halacha, the chamorim. So chamorim were people that were traveling together, and they're all on donkeys. Hence the name chamorim. Now these people, they're allowed to make a tanya amongst themselves. That if any person loses a chamor, that the other people are going to make this person's chamor hall. Now the the, can, the the premise to this halacha and the context to this halacha is that when you have people that were traveling together in these caravans, that they always had people on watch, right? You see from this, you have the lion and Reb Safra, and you're giving a chamor, and you have the tire. So the oilam had to watch everything that was going on. It was very important that everybody, all these chamorim, have a horse in the race, or I guess a donkey in the race. So like this, they have a vested interest. So if Liston, Mizuyan are going to come, they're going to want to save them because they don't only have their own chamorim, they, they don't have the enemy's chamorim to lose, they have your own chamor to lose as well. So it behooved the oilam, also upon, to make sure that everybody has a chamor. So if one person loses a chamor, so they would sometimes say, listen, here's the deal. We need everyone to have a chamor because we need watchmen. This is important. So if somebody loses a chamor, we're going to all reimburse him. Rashon ha-chamor in lahasnois. Shekol mi sheyoyved lo'chamor yamed lo'chamor acher. Now, Taisa says, Rashon, what's the Kiddush? I mean, why can't they? Who's stopping them? This is Masna, Masha Kosa Bakhtaira, B'davish Like, what exactly is the issue? So Rashi says, no. When, I mean, I mean Taisa says that what this means is, is that if they make such an agreement, it's enforceable. That's the Kiddush over here. Meaning, there's no Kenyanim going on over here. You can enforce it. In fact, the Rishonim are bothered. Where's the Kenyan? What do you mean? They made up. We just finished learning the Gemara of Meshatani Bach five minutes ago. So the Teretz is, is that on some level, this is viewed as, viewed as being enforceable, and that's the punchline of this halacha. Says the Braisavite, the Bekusya ein Mamida. If this person was Peshea, that's what Bekusya means, Rashi, Bekusya, Bepshia. So then the halacha is, this halacha, doesn't apply. Meaning, if this person was Peshea, then they're going to probably force him to figure out a way to come up with his own Chamar. Otherwise, they're going to tell him to hitch another ride. But this agreement that they had, that if something happens, we're going to make you whole, that's only if an Oynes happened. But if it's Bekusya, not. Let's say the person says, Let's say the person says, you know what, I know you're responsible now to give me, I appreciate it, you're going to make me whole, I wasn't Peshea, it was an Oynes. But you know what, instead of giving me a Chamar, why don't you just give me cash? Some have the girsa I'm going to use the money now and I'm going to buy my own. In Shemulai, we don't listen to him. Why? Because how do you know he's going to buy it? It's like Tamar Pshita, isn't that obviously? Now, the case is where this person actually had another Khamar. Now, the Tema would have thought of coming delay, being that this person has another Khamar anyways, he's anyways watching. So even if he doesn't buy it in the worst case scenario, it's not the end of the world. So he says, Give me the money and I'll buy it. Maybe we shouldn't go along with it. Kamash Malan, the Chidish is Shani, the Tirusa, the Chad, the Tirusa, the Betray. At the end of the day, you're going to watch more if you're watching one animal versus if you're watching, meaning if you have one donkey in the race, it's not the same as if you have two. And as a result, we want you to have more. The agreement was we'd make you whole. You can't say, give me the money and I'll figure it out on my own. You have to take the chamar that we give you. Tan Rabbanon, one last chamar. There was a ship, similar chamar to what we just learned, that was traveling at sea. And now all of a sudden it's a big storm and it looks like this ship is going to sink. So what did they do? So they had no choice, but they had to start lightening the weight, right, of, say, for Yonafin. 
Who stinks to throw off? What are you cheshbon? Not based on the value of what we're throwing off. It's based on weight. So this is going to be weighted based on weight, right? That's the way this, another pun, how this is going to play itself out. So it's going to be based on weight. And the reason is because what's causing the problems? It's the weight that's causing the problem. So being that it's the weight that's causing the problems, that's what we're going to fill. Stating that, never veer from the minig of the sailors. The safonim have a right to make a time. So, my skin was a bunch of boats that are going together in some formation. So, if one of them gets lost, we're going to make you whole. Of the Let's say the person was peche and therefore he lost his fina. You don't have to make him whole. Let's say the person took his fina and he went to a place that you're not supposed to go. He crossed over. Ein mamidin, you're not Didn't we just say that if it was because you're ein mamidin? So if he went to a place that he's not supposed to go, it sounds like because you. Doesn't mean you're driving a, a boat and you were pasheya. Probably you went into waters you weren't supposed to go into. So the Gemara says like tzrich. Now there's an extra chiddush in this case. The benison merchaki chad ashlo ubetishne merchaki. <coughs> so in Nisan, the waters were a little bit deeper than they were in Tishrei. So we're talking about a, a, a place where during Chodesh Tishrei, because the waters were shallower, so these Sfinas used to travel. But in Nisan, because they were deeper, they wouldn't. So in Nisan, they would go a distance of one Ashla. And Ashla literally is a rope. Ashli Ravravi. They would go one. In Tishrei, they would go to. This person in Nisan went to where usually you would go in Tishrei. I would have thought, Davshe Nokit V'Azal. He, he's used to, he forgot. He, he, he forgot what Chodesh was. So you would have thought that being that he forgot what Chodesh was, and maybe it's not considered such a Pshia, <coughs> Kamash Malon, that it is considered a Pshia, and that's the Chodesh of this Halacha. So as it relates to Raid, going back one final time to the topic of the Raid, the last several Dafen, and that is the Indian of Gezel Akam. So yesterday we mentioned that there's a machlokes rishonim whether Gezel Akum is asimid Raisa or whether Gezel Akum is only asimid Rabbanan. Kipshutoi the shitas Harambam perikal of hilchas kzeila perikal of hilchas kneva is that Gezel Akum is asimid Raisa. Rashi shita in Sanhedrin and Zayin Amar Aleph is that Gezel Akum is only asimid Rabbanan. We mentioned yesterday that we just picked one sheet on one side of the ledger and one sheet on the other side of the ledger. But if you go through all the Rishonim, some are like this, some are like that. Most are like the Shita Sarama. But the bottom line is, big machloikis Rishonim, whether Gezalakim is Asim Adai Raisa, Asim Adai Rabbanu. Kedegar asked that there's two Mefurish Gemaras and Shas. Bava Metzia, Pezayin Amadeis, and Bechiris, Yud Gimel Amadeis, where it's not, without a doubt. That Gezalakim is awesome Raisa. We mentioned that, of course, this is not the way you answer Rab Kivegas Kasha, especially a Kasha Rab Kivegas says Sarachin Gadol. But Rab Chaim Veloshin already in Shail Sutchuvas Chutam Ashulish Simon Yud Zayin in his Chuva to Rab Yontif Lipman Halper in the Bal Kedushas Yontif, he already told him that this sugya of Gezalakim is such a unique sugya, and the reason it's such a unique sugya is because it's so obvious that it was censored and censored again, and you push it, don't know what's real or what's not real. He said one thing I know: the Hamasiris. All the Gemara's that we have, what a lotion. But he says, it's very hard to write a tshuva, it's very hard to give zechaneitza, and 
Hashanu ki ivrim bikir lefi anuschayis hamesoyis piyadeh v'Hashem yatzileinu meshkiras. So you have before you Gemaras. Who knows what Gemaras there were in other places in Shas? In fact, Reb Chaim Velochin says it's clear that the Rishonim had a Gemara here in Agayzal Basra that we don't have that was very much part and parcel of the sugya. The bottom line is is definitely a very unique sugya, what we refer to as a censored sugya, just from a pure halachic perspective. What struck me after the shir was, I don't know if this is a tzushtel, but we've mentioned a few times in the past, the tshuva from the Kozhe Glover Goyen, Hashem Yimkam Domoy, and this is in Shailas, the tshuva is Eretz Tzvi, Chelek Beis, it's Simen Ayin Dalet, where the shoyal asked the Kozhe Glover Goyen, how is it that you're able to make a siyam? How can you ever make a siyam on a mesachta? We know that the Gemaras were censored. And when you learn Gemara, you're not learning the Gemara that Marbar Avashi was chasim alel. And if that's the case, it's chaser from the Mesechta. And based on that, how can you make a siyam? Ephrat, to make a siyam during the nine days when you're not allowed to eat meat, drink wine, based on the fact that it's a sudas mitzvah, because you were Shalom Mesechta to the extent that the Gemaras was censored, it should be a problem. And the Eretzvi wrote back two primary Eitzahs. One Eitzah is that could be the Siyam requires you to finish everything that you have. And even though it's true, there's more, but that doesn't necessarily get in the way of making a Siyam. The last time we spoke this out was in Kedushan Dav Beis, where the Rishayim say that, and it comes from Rav Shriya that Kedushan Dav Beis, and really Dav Gimel Amadal, all the way to the top of Dav Gimel Beis, comes from the Goinim, and it's not... From the Amairah. And the question is, do you have to learn Kedushan Dav Beis and Dav Gimel in order to make a Siyam HaMesach this Kedushan? Or maybe mean that it's Lav Mar Brei Der Avashi Chosom so maybe it's not something you would have to do. So we shtel to the Eretzvi, we saw we were Mechavim to Rabbi Yitzchak Zilvashtein Shlita, but the bottom line is, is that's the first Eitz that Eretzvi has. The second Eitz, he says something else. He holds, quote, Milvad Zeh Chelki Omra Nafshi. I'll tell you what my nefesh is saying. He says, we have after, and if there are parts of a Gemara that were lost, that we don't have today, must be that there's something different about that Gemara. And he goes on to say it by Richos, explains it in Lundus a little bit, he explains it al Kabbalah, but there is some idea that the Kajaglav are going was Megalatos, and that is that any Gemara that was taken away by the censor, there's some oimik to it. And if that Gemara is not in our Bava Kama, on some level, maybe it's not supposed to be in our Bava Kama. Now, would that help a tshuva that Reb Chaim Velozhin is writing, that we know this Kisveyad that we once had, that we don't have now? It's a fascinating topic, but I think it's Kedai to turn the page and talk about something else within the Sugi of Gezalak, and that is. So we mentioned that the Rambam Shita seems to be that Gezalakum is Asamidei Raisa. I think it's Kedai to read the Lashon Rambam again. The Rambam in the beginning of Hilchas Geneva says, Kol Agoinev Momen, Mishava Pruta Umayla, Oivra Aloisase, Shenemar, Loisignoifu. I'm skipping. The Echad Agoinev Momen Yisrael. The Rambam, it certainly sounds like that if a person steals from a yid or if he steals from a guy that's an Oved it's going to be included in Lois Sinknoifer. In Perak Aleph, Hilchis Gzelev Avedo, the Rambam says like this, So it sounds almost like the same exact Rambam. 
Stating that, if you look at the Kesef Mishnah, literally Alatar, Hilchas Gzelev Aveda Perak Aleph Halacha Beis, the Kesef Mishnah makes a diak niflan the Rambam. The Rambam says like this: Va'asur Ligzal Kol Shehu Din Taira, Afilu Goy Oyved Aveda Zara, Asur Legoyzlay Oyla Ashka. Again, Va'asur Ligzal Kol Shehu Din Taira, Afilu Goy Oyved Aveda Zara, Asur Legoyzlay Oyla Ashka. Frake the Kesef Mishnah, isn't the Rambam redundant? And then, why did the Rambam have to say twice? That's one halacha. And then, you already said, and if includes so it's all included in the why the Rambam has the words says the Kesef Mishnah Rabbeinu the Rambam was medayik and he hazard over the words for like Kosav and he didn't write Sha'ivar Allah Balaisase. Loima Sha'in Isuzemanatayra. Says the Kesamish, you want to know what the Rambam was trying to say? For Asalikzal Koshudin Tayra. That's when it's a yit. I feel that's only going to be Midirabana. Because if Gazal Akam was Asa Midai Raisa, then it would be included in the Vasalikzal Koshudin Tayra. The terror says the Rambam wants to he wants to say for a yid. Oh, by the way, I feel that everybody thinks that Ramam Shita is that Gezel Akum is awesome. No, it's a mistake. It's a Mufurshah Kesemish, the base voice of talking. Right? No one understood a Rambam better than the Kesem Mishnah. And this is what the Kesem, maybe the Maga Mishnah, but this is what the Kesem Mishnah says. He says Mufurish that this is. That this is what the Rambam meant. Frank the Yamshul Shloima. Kesemish is a pella. It's a nice diak. There's nothing to talk about. It's a lumdish diak. Azoit met me not by Rambam. He says the problem is the Rambam in Hilchis Geneva clearly said not that way. Kol agoynev momen yishava pruta umayla over alois asayshen emalois signoivu veechad agoynev momen yisrael oy agoynev momen goy over avay dezara. Here it's mufurish not that way. Snazok the Yamshul Shloima. I hear the diak, but it. Clearly, it doesn't work in the Rambam Hilchis Geneva. So you have a Vadai in Hilchis Geneva, you have a Suffolk in Hilchis Gzela, ain't Suffolk Hilchis Gzela, might say Vadai Hilchis Geneva, and if that's the case, Okiyam Shishloyma, the Diak in the Kassam Mishnah can't be a proper Diak. Rather, it's the way everybody understood the Rambam, and that is that the Shita Saramam is that Gezel Akum Avad is going to be Osmadei Raisa. So I'll tell you a Dovah Nifla. The night of Yehuda, in a Tshuva, and this is in Yeridei Madur Madura Kama, it's Simen Pei Aleph. So the Shayo asked him a Kasha that related to Gezelakum, Oinos Akum, and Toich Dvarov. The Noid of Yehuda mentions the Ramam Shita and the Diak of the Kes of Mishnah. Zok the Noid of Yehuda, it's Pasha to me that the Kes of Mishnah's Diak is a Richtige Diak. How could you argue with the Kes of Mishnah? And the Yamshu Shloim, this Kasha from Hilchis Geneva, is a good Kasha. But you know what the Teretz is? There's a Chilik between Gzela and Geneva. I think the Rambam held that Gezel Akum is also only with the Rabbanon, hence the Diak, whereas Geneva Sakim is going to be Aser Midai Raisa. Says the Noida Behuda, Mehechatesi, right? How do you have a right to even say something like that? So he says, take a look at the Pasik. It's very Meduric that way. When the Torah mentions the love of Gzela in Parshas Kedoshim, it says, Loi Sashoik es Reecha, Veloi Sigza, right? Loi Sashoik es Reecha, Veloi Sigza. Loi Sashoik es Reecha. 
when it's by the love of Geneva, it says Loitignoivu, Veloisachashu, Veloisachru ish ba'amisa. It doesn't say the word Reyecha. By Hilchis Gzela, Loisasoik es Reyecha, Veloi Sigzar. When it comes to the Isser of Geneva, it doesn't say Reyecha. It says Loitignoivu. Reyecha, we know, is always Mamayat and Akum. So by Gzela, the Rambam held, Hence, you have a Mephurish and Miet for Gzela. But by Genev, you don't have that. It says, And being that over there, you don't have the Miet, so therefore it's going to be different. So, Zokta, I think the Kasef Mishnah Zik is a good Dik. The Amshel Shleim, this Kasha is a good Kasha. At the end of the day, there's going to be a Chilak between Gzela and Geneva. Lamaisa, the Velt asks on the Neu of Yehuda that although it's true it doesn't say Rei Echa by Geneva but it says Loi Tignoivu V'loi Sechachashu V'loi Sechachru Ish Ba'amisoy the Pasuk says Amisoy and Amisoy throughout Shas is also Memai Oiv De Kechavim L'chair it's a little bit of a pal but I saw in the Tshuva from Reb Chaim Volozhina so again it's in Tshuva's Rebbeinu Chaim V'lozhin Simi Chafei and Shal Tshuva's Chut HaMashol Simi Yuzai doesn't bring the Neu of Yehuda he was a contemporary of the Neu of Yehuda but he too brings the Diyak of the Kasef Mishnah and Reb Chaim this kasha, and he says it He says like this. He says by the pasuk of Gzela, look at the trap. By Geneva, it says The trap under tignoivu is an asnachta. So it says and then afterwards The reecha of Loisasik is going on Gzela as well. Loisasik es reyecha for As opposed to by Geneva, there's an asnachta underneath Loisignoivu. Loisignoivu, period. For Loisnechachashu, for Loisashakra, is Bamisa. Bamisa is not referring back to Loisignoivu. So, Chaim Velogen, in this Chuva, he bavarned this, and this is what he said. He said, Look at the trap. The trap is where the answer is. Loisignoivu, period. And then afterwards, Loisachachashu, for Loisashakra, is Bamisa. As opposed to Loisignoivu, is going back under Reyacho. I mean that it's a merchatipcha asnachta. I mean that it's all going together. So therefore, it's the reyecha attaches itself side to leisasik and side to leisigzal, and it's for that reason over here it's going to be different. But at the end of the day, so you have alumnus over here. You're telling me there's a chiluk between gezelakim and gnevasakim, and it's based on the psukim. But the question is why? It's eino yomer eladir shuni. What would be the reason for it? So the michaschinoch, and this is in mitzvah reishchav David. So he says something beautiful. He says, the reason is, and this is very appropriate, to speak this out here at the end when we're learning the sugis of Gnev and Gzela. He says that if you're Ma'ayin Hekev, you'll see there's a fundamental difference between Gnev and Gzela. This could have been a Hakdama to Merubo. But there's a fundamental difference between how Geneva works and how Gzela works. He says all the Chiyuvim of Gzela is based on the fact that Ruvain has something that belongs to Shemin. It's predicated on a Mamoni Gabach. You lend the money, you amazek him, you stole, whatever the point is. There's a Mamoni Gabach, and because there's a Mamoni Gabach, it's the Mamoni Gabach that triggers and creates the fact that right now you have a chiyuf to go ahead and return whatever it is you have. It's based on a Mamoni Gabach. Geneva, when a person is a Ganev, 
these two issues. Number one, the Hasyanim's girl. What are you doing with somebody else's money in your pocket? Number two, the nice of that, this the fact that you were a Ganev. We know Rabbi Yechem and Zakai said that the Ganev, we don't like. And the reason we don't like him is, is because he sat down and he strategized and he tried to figure out how he's going to make his heist, but he took everything into consideration with the exception of HaKadosh Baruch and that's why he pays Kefal, he pays Dalvei, etc., etc. When a person is a Gazlin, the whole issue is that you have Yenem's money and that's what you're Chaya for. When a person is a Ganev, it's not just the fact that you have Yenem's Gal. Avada, Bechlau Messiah money and every Ganev said, oh, a Gazlin. But in addition to that, the Maisig Neve itself, that's a thing, Farzich. Zoktuch, that's why you're going to see that when you go to Hilchas Geneva, there's a concept. Let's say somebody steal from somebody. I'm an Aslamekat. To chap him. He plans on returning it. He wants to be Mesachic with him. I'm an In Hilchas Geneva, it's a Mephurish in the Rambam and the Rishayim of that this is a problem. In Gzela, you don't find anything like that. I hold that the reason is it's Pedafka. And I don't think you can stow to Gzela in Geneva. Gzela, the Isser is Mamani Gabach. If I'm a Geisel, I'm an Aslamekat. It's not Mamani Gabach because I plan on giving it back to you. It's not such a nice thing. But at the end of the day, this. It's not Mamayni Gabach. By Gneva, the Isser is not just for the Mamayni Gabach. By Gneva, the Isser is the fact that I went ahead and I behaved like a Ganev. And because I went ahead and I behaved like a Ganev, so it's for that reason when it comes to Gneva, it's the Hanhoga that I did that's a problem. That Hanhoga is a problem if you steal Amanas to keep it, or if you steal Amanas to make it, or if you steal Amanas to shan. That's Pshat in the Rambam. The Rambam, because the Mishnah was Madai Perkal, the Chazakzela holds like Gezalakum is also Midirabonon. I is the Teretz is We see it in the past. But what's the Svara? What's the Lumdis behind it? You want to know the Lumdis that underpins this? The Lumdis that underpins this is the fact that when it comes to Gzeladir, the Isser is the Mamayni Gabach. When it comes to Gneva, it's the Maisa Gneva. Mamayni Gabach, that's a problem when it's a Yisrael. The Mamad Shalakum, good. No, this is the Sugya. This is the censored Sugya. But as it relates to Gneva, where it's the Maisa Gneva, being that it's the Maisa Gneva, so if it's a shadow of a mice, you can never do it, it's going to be different.